This is Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. I have met so many great people in my life, and I swear I have connected more with people in the last six months to a year that either have never met and still haven't met because of the pandemic, or I haven't seen in ages, but I've seen them more and more often. And one of those is I call him a dear friend, and you know he's certainly a huge influence to me. Uh, Alfonso Quadra is... He's known in different circles as different things. Let's put it that way. He's known as the ultimate entrepreneur. He is now also known as the real estate guy. He has a great story, and I think he'll share some of his story today as we talk about expanding your circle of influence. Alfonso, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Good to be here. Carl, I'm excited. We are on your platform. We're on multiple platforms right now. That's right. We are also, as you're hearing this podcast, you're hearing the recording. As we're recording it, it's also being streamed live on Alfonso's YouTube channel, which we'll put those links in the show notes after. So if you want to actually check out the video or any of the other things that Alfonso talks about, we'll put all those links in the show notes for you. Let's talk a little bit about your story, Alfonso. And I know that it's a deep heartfelt story. No one on this channel has probably ever heard it. So let's go back a few years to what brought you to where you are today. And I know we only have so much time, but but (laughs) let's hear the shorter version of Alfonso's, some of the struggles, some of the trials and tribulations and, and how you got to where you are today. Just let's go back a few years to when Alfonso was, you know, four or five years old, knee high to a grasshopper. (laughs) Well, I'll go back to where I was born. I was born in Central America, El Salvador. Before the age of nine, I was actually involved in two civil wars, one in El Salvador where I was born and the second one in Nicaragua shortly after. So I was in two civil wars. The one that I remember the most is obviously after the age of five in a country where it was going into full-blown civil war. We came to Canada as landing refugees back in 86. Wow. That's a long time ago. You know, even at nine years old, I could feel already the opportunity was in the air. I could feel the potential that that was here. It's a clean country. You see the opportunities. Actually, that was the first time I ever saw a colored television in my life until I I came to Canada. And so I knew there was... There's something about Canada. The issue for me was that because I'd moved around from country to country, I'd missed a lot of educational opportunities. So by the time I went back into school, I had a tough time integrating into the education system here in Canada. I was behind on a lot of my learning. Ultimately, just became extremely frustrated. Something about school didn't resonate with me. Not that there's anything wrong with school. It just, for whatever reason, it just something didn't connect. And I ended up dropping out of high school at 15 years old, also leaving home. Uh, At that time, at 15, I became homeless, slept on park benches, banks, and I had a lot of dark moments. Uh, My darkest moment, panhandling for change Mm -hmm. on Rito Street, downtown Ottawa. That was a, a really dark moment for me. That's my dark moment. We've all had these moments. We've all had these moments where we're just so frustrated. We just don't know why this is happening to us. You know, you can think of a dark moment in your life that you probably said to yourself, like, why me? Right now, imagine being 15 years old. You just don't understand the world. 
And mm -hmm. in my mind, I thought that the reason I was where I was is because of the way everybody was. So I was like, if everybody could change, I'd be okay. Right. I had some really dark moments and I had a life changing moment at 17 when I became a father, kind of the pivot for me, because I stopped blaming the world and I st started taking responsibility over my own life. At that moment in my life at 17, being a father, looking at this little girl, her name is Talia. She's 26 now, by the way. Wow. Uh, it gave me perspective and it gave me purpose and it made me unstoppable. And so I wanted to make this little girl proud of me. And so I went back to school, got a job, $5 an hour, quickly realized that it wasn't going to cut it. I mean, $5 an hour, going to school full time, trying to have a job full time, trying to be a, a provider. So I started a business. I didn't have many skills. I used what I knew, you know, about urban culture, jeans, t-shirts, mixtapes. And I started selling those from my locker in high school. And I realized very quickly the power of profits. On a 10-minute transaction, I could make a $40 profit selling a pair of pants that I would buy for $20 at $60 versus going and exchanging one hour of my time for $5. And so it became very clear to me at 17 years old that I was going to pursue profits for the rest of my life. And so that's exactly what I did. I graduated at 19 with a vision, a dream, and an idea of having my own physical location. And I started that physical location in 1998. By the time I was 21, I had locations all across Canada and ultimately fell in love with being an entrepreneur. And I'm like, I made it 21 yeah. years old. You have a, a successful business like that. You're going to get extremely excited. Problem for me was that I was very much a consumer. My oh, mindset yeah. was very much a consumer. You know, can you blame me? I was 21. <laughs> True. Yep. Yep. And then shortly after 9-11, people's spending habits changed. Borders closed. Flights were grounded. And so I almost lost everything, Carl. I had a really tough time coming to grips with the idea that I'd build all of these things and then I could potentially lose it all. And this fear of ending back on the streets. And I was in such a dark place. How did I mess up? I got this little girl. The reason why I wanted to do this is to make this girl proud of me. And now I'm about to lose everything. So like, where did I go wrong? And then at that point, I started reading. I started reading books about personal development financial literacy. And then I realized my problem was, number one, I was a consumer. Mm -hmm. And I needed to change my mindset from a consumer mindset to an investor mindset. Uh -huh. No one had taught me that. No yeah. one had taught me what to do with my money, right? How to invest my money. All I knew is how to spend the money. And I realized the common thread amongst all wealthy people was real estate. And mm. so I said, okay, the problem is, number one, I'm a consumer. So I need to shift from a consumer mindset to an investor mindset. That's step number one. Step number two is I need to create a secondary stream of income. It's funny how life works in a full cycle. When I was 15 years old, I was homeless. I was panhandling for change, sleeping on park benches, downtown Ottawa on Rideau. And one of the banks that I slept in, was a National Bank of Canada. Something really, really uh, powerful happened. One of the clients that hired me was the National Bank of Canada. 
they hired me to come and talk about success to their employees. And so I get on stage. First of all, getting on that stage was already an achievement because when I was 15 years old, you know, I'm sleep in this bank, right? Where, you know, the employees were coming in, probably were kicking me out of the bank. <laughs> I get on stage and I said, guys, you won't believe it. Your life works like this, you know, full circle. When I was 15 years old, I slept in one of your banks. And now I'm standing in front of you today, teaching you about success. Yeah, just just a phenomenal Phenomenal transition. And you're right, because I've done that. I look back even five years and go, wow, five years ago, I was employed. I had a job. I had a side business, but I still had a job that I was smart, smarter. I had I had a couple of income streams at least, but I don't have that right now. That's yeah. not what I have now. I'm, a, I'm in a different place. I'm in a great place. I love where I'm at. <laughs> but I look back and I go, wow, the things I worried about, the things I thought about five years ago, and you've probably done this too, looking back and going, you know, you worried about at 15, where am I going to sleep? Where's the warm place? Oh, it's in the bank. You know, the things that we look back on and go, wow, that, I don't even recognize that person or I, I don't even recognize yeah, who yeah. that was or where I was or, or here's one. I don't even know what I was thinking. This is what I find. You have to be in consistent expansion because if you're not, you're in contraction. You're going the other way. Either you are growing or you are dying. You can't do both. I was just going to say fear is one of those things. And I've been there. And I know you've probably been there too at, at various points in your life. Now, mind you, you, you learned some very, very solid skills at a very young age, you know, learning things in your late teens and carrying them through, you know, your 20s and 30s and into your into your 40s is phenomenal. I didn't learn some of these things until I was in my 30s. And I think that's where some people, they do what they're told to do. They say, go to school, get a good job meet a girl, fall in love and buy a house and live happily ever after. And that's the life that we think we're going to live. And when something changes that, we're put in this place of flux. We're put in this place of fear. We don't know where to go. And the fear almost consumes us. And I know I felt that way. That's also, if I were to look back at Carl, even three or four years ago, when I had multiple opportunities and you have probably seen them, Alfonso, I had multiple opportunities three and four years ago to go full-time in business. I was too afraid. And I don't know what I was afraid of. What happens if I don't have enough money? And this is where the brain starts to, you know, think of all the what ifs or all the excuses or all the, well, how am I going to's? And I dare say that's why I was stuck. Being put in a place though, like you were put in when your girl was born, that was a turning point for you. But you also, sorry to cut you off there, but you also faced whatever the fear was. Maybe fear wasn't consuming you, but maybe there was some uncertainty or you had to, you, there were things that you were going through in your head again that we have to make a change. And what's that change going to be? Um, for me, it was definitely yeah. fear. And I look at it now and I go, what was I afraid of? And whenever I'm faced with those feelings, we all get them. The strongest people on the planet, even Alfonso, I dare say from time to time, gets those feelings where he's thinking, uh-oh, I recognize that feeling. But Alfonso has been so good at training himself to, you know, be focused and be vigilant and, you know, refer to his circle of influence and expand it if he needs to, if that's what his next step is. The point I was trying to make earlier is you get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's where a lot of fear, I think, comes in. And that's where the fear for me was, I think, back not so many years ago, where I was afraid to take that leap. And now I've taken the leap and I feel so good. Right. And this is the thing failure, expect it. Yeah. When you expect failure, you're not. And by, and by the way, I don't, I'm not saying for people to like deliberately fail at something. Yeah. But 
know that nothing can be perfect. Someone's going to mess up. You cannot. And by the way, it's okay if you're in your poopy place, but don't stay there so long. It's yeah. part of the journey. It's part of the experience. And, you know, that's the way I receive failure. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. don't do that again. Like, let's go. Let's go over here. Let's go over there. Because you can you can plan everything. Like, look, um, I did it like, OK, I messed up in my early 20s. Like, yeah, I spent all the money and uh, and I learned a big lesson. I overcame. I started to build and do everything the right way. So now I'm financially free. I'm married now. I'm in my 20s. Like I got married in my 20s. Have another little girl. I have the life, right? I got the family. I got the the, the dream house, yep. the vacations, the freedom, everything. And now I'm hit with a divorce. And so this is the next time life it says, boom, boom. And lawyers and things and assets and blah, blah, blah. Like it can really, like it can really destroy someone. Mm-hmm. And yes, you have to make sure that number one, you cannot live life and nothing's going to happen to you, right? Exactly. You learn nothing from winning all the time. <laughs> yeah. And so it's only when you come up against these things and then you can find the goodness in it. If you can find the positive aspect of why these things are happening to you. For example, my net worth has quadrupled. I don't even know how many times X from when I was in my early 20s. So thank God I learned those lessons about money then because now I can make better decisions and I'm more seasoned, right? I'm more seasoned. This is why I attract people to me. Someone asked me before, Alfonso, why do you share your your failures? Well, I'm not embarrassed of my failures. Yes, I was homeless. Yes, I almost almost went bankrupt and, and recovered. Yes, I've been through uh, through multiple market corrections. Yes, I almost went through a divorce. But as a result of that, I actually found someone in my life that it's like a match made in heaven. And together we've built even something greater and, and bigger. But I wouldn't have found that if I hadn't gone through my divorce. And look what came out of it. My beautiful daughter, my second daughter. And so you can't go through life expecting that everything's going to work out. Or you're not going to try because you're afraid that something's going to happen to you. Because if if that was the case, then everybody would just be locked up in your house. Actually, that sounds a little bit like now, but (laughs) (laughs) nobody would be leaving their house because it's like, you know what? You can get hit by a car. You can trip on the sidewalk. I mean, God knows all the things that can happen to you, but that shouldn't be the reason why you don't take a step forward. Because that's all you have to do is just take a step forward. And what happens? You're going to succeed. You're going to take everything you've learned and you're going to go to the next step. Consistent expansion, consistent expansion. And sometimes you'll have to reconsolidate. Sometimes you have to take a step back. That's That's fine. Because your next step should be a step forward. If you fall down, make sure you fall on your back. You've heard this before. Yeah. Because yep. you can look up, you can get up. That's what it takes. That's what it takes to continue to be in consistent expansion. Sometimes you're going to get hit, you're going to get uh, hurt, you're going to go down. But as long as you can get up and keep moving forward, that's it. 
I think that those are those are great insights too. And I like how you made the made the comment about failure because I think that's part of the part of how we've been programmed. And there's a reason why a very small percentage of the population is in a financial freedom place like like you are. It's because of fear. Uh, sorry, it's because of fear and it's because of failure. We're we're taught that failure is bad. We're taught failure is a bad thing, as opposed to failure is a learning experience, which is which is what it should be. Look at school. Right. Yeah. We're graded, right? We're graded. And the people that only get that get straight A's are celebrated. Well, you know, I I don't know what we're doing, but it's called programming, right? Because yeah. you're pretty much saying that no one should be failing. No one should fail once in a while, yeah. right? So you are not creating a nation of risk takers, right? I failed all through school, right? Like my everything about school for me was a failure. Right. And, you know, I could have I could have accepted that or I could have take everything that I've learned and then put it to work for me. And how many straight A students have worked for you over the years, I guess? I a, hire straight A students. Is it a, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You can hire me then because I was not a straight A student. That's awesome. No, this is the this has been a great discussion, Alfonso. Before I let you go, I want to be respectful of our time, but I want to just give. Uh, give you an opportunity to um, if if people want to follow up with you or or learn more about what you're all about and what you do. What's the best way to get a hold of you, or what what would you like them to do after? Today? Hey, you know what? Uh, I would say subscribe to my YouTube channel. Okay. Okay. I'm giving free content. It's nice. free subscription, as you know, right? Insights just like the ones we've discussed on real estate, business, sales, personal development gratitude, all of these things. Um, I share a lot of myself I'm consistently throwing up uh, live videos and uh, we will talk about that podcast as well. <laughs> yes. We'll take that offline. We'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> about that for sure, because I think you are, you have a wealth of information to share. I think the world needs to hear it. And I know the world is hearing it through some of your portals now, but I think we can continue to expand that inner circle even further for you as well. So Alfonso, thank you so much for your time today. Final thought before we wrap things up from you. Hey, in life, if you don't take risks, you can't grow. And if you can't grow, you cannot be fulfilled. And a life that is not fulfilled to me is failure. And if you can't be fulfilled, you can't be happy. And if you can't be happy, what are we doing? Alfonso Quadra expanding your circle of influence. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, sir. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking 